Quickly. Like Superman. Stands them up. How about that? Oh, Hello and welcome to this World Rugby podcast from the third round of the HSBC World Rugby 7 Series in Wellington. The first Sevens tournament of 2017 kicked off in the New Zealand capital with South Africa and England leading the standings after the first two rounds of the season in Dubai and Cape Town. There was lots to play for in Wellington. Host New Zealand had a point to prove and Olympic champions Fiji, with many of their fans in attendance, were eager to get back to winning ways. But before any matches kicked off, Thursday saw captains meet the press at the Weta Workshop in Wellington. Where more than 48,000 Lord of the Rings props were made for the trilogy, which was filmed at various locations around New Zealand. And who knew England captain Tom Mitchell was a fan? Yeah, I thought the movies were great. Um, I did really enjoy it. So it's cool to uh, come and see where some of the work was done. Yeah, amazing. And ob obviously, when you're watching it, you don't really think where it's all been done in these little workshops where they create the movie bit by bit. Yeah, it's awesome, really cool. When New Zealand captain Scott Curry and Australian captain Sam Myers stopped playing with the swords and long staffs, they gave us their thoughts on the weekend ahead. A bit, bit of an interesting time for us. It's uh, you know changing the guard in terms of coaching and, and a bit of a fresh start for us as a team. So uh, a lot of new stuff coming on board and, and we're learning plenty of new stuff. So um, it's, it's, it's exciting time. So hopefully we can improve on what we've been we've done so far. Um, yeah, improvement. Uh, we came fifth in um, Dubai and 12th in Cape Town. And I think the, the key to sevens is consistency and we can always prove if you don't um, if you don't come first so yeah no we're coming to this weekend quite confident so on to game day and before kickoff world rugby commentator and former new zealand sevens captain carl tanana with his thoughts on what teams could expect after the long december break the important thing for teams when they go to those first two tournaments is getting a good start uh, on the table you know so they've done that there's no rest to be honest i was talking to a lot of the teams they've been working pretty hard over the summer break while the rest of us have been having christmas pudding so most consistent side, I think, um, South Africa at the moment. And they can. I mean, the players that they got, I think they're playing the best footy at the moment. They'll be tough to pull back. You know, um, they'll need to uh, be there or thereabouts for the next couple of tournaments because they lose here Bolo after Sydney. So it'll be interesting to see how they uh, address that. But, uh, you know, they're the four runners and uh, they'll be tough to pull back. Day one saw England, Canada, New Zealand and South Africa go unbeaten for the day. The highlight was South Africa taking on Fiji in Pool B. And while both teams held nothing back, the Olympic champions were beaten 31-12. New coach Gareth Baber gave us his thoughts after the clash at the Westpac Stadium. It's, it's been good learning for us again, you know, I mean, you come away to tournaments and the first day is really about getting yourself at that level again. And I thought we, uh, obviously we had a tough game this morning against Australia and we progressed through that, but we showed some uh, ruthless and quali uh, clinical qualities in the second game against Japan. And we showed a big deal of character in the last one. Got a couple of things wrong, which we want to get right, which is a, a little bit of an accuracy issue. But look, it's the way we play as well. And, you know, we create pressure by uh, adding risk to the game. And uh, I can't have asked for more than I, I got from the players today. Is your job a very easy one, a very difficult one, or where does it come in the sphere of things? Look, the reality is it's the same as all coaches' jobs. It's tough. Um, yes, it's lovely that you know, I'm in the position that I'm in with some great players, but there's an expectation around which I'm aware of, and I just need to make sure that the players that doesn't block the players' uh, potential and, and, and they come through and can deliver some of the stuff that you see today. It's, it's consistently being able to do that is the, is the issue that we're all looking for as coaches, um, and I'll continue to do that. That's the way I coach and the way that they learn. Hit it backwards, he hit it Play backwards. on. Race for the line. Cover coming across. Burgess digging deep. Burgess, Burgess. Oh, and I think he's coughed it up. 
So on to day two and the win picked up in Wellington and a surprise in the quarter-finals as Scotland beat the old enemy, England. You can smell Fleming coming across and watching me coming out. Oh yeah, you betcha. Nothing wrong with that. James Fleming the hero for Scotland when his try-saving tackle kept Phil Burgess out as Scotland pipped England by two points. Scotland weren't able to repeat their heroics in the semi, however. They were beaten by Fiji and South Africa beat Canada to set up another classic final in Wellington. But before that, Kenya bounced back from a series of defeats to claim the Challenge Trophy, something veteran Collins Njira was happy about. I think it feels great. I think coming from, from day one, uh, we wanted to start on a high in Wellington. But I think unlucky for us, we didn't win the first game. But we just have to, to pull ourselves up and uh, come into day two. We really wanted to get the momentum pushing on to Sydney. Where is Kenya Sevens at the moment, Collins? Uh, I think we are trying. We are on kind of a rebuilding stage. As, as you can see, we have so many young guys who we've introduced in the team, and a few of the experienced old guys. So, so for us, we just have to rebuild, and uh, we see how it goes for the next four years. Scotland held their nerve in the bronze final, beating a resilient Canadian side 28-22 in a tough encounter. Captain Scott Riddell put their current form down to hard work behind the scenes. Knockout rugby in the quarters, and we we got the win. Um, you know, we, we pushed Fiji all the way as well in the semi, but you know, didn't didn't quite get the, the bounce of the ball a wee bit there. And then, you know, Canada, that was end to end stuff, you know. That definitely could have gone either way to coin that old expression, but um we came out on top, so we're we're really chuffed. We're we've moved forward, we've we've uh, bettered our seeding from uh, Cape Town and that's you know shows shows like positivity real really there. What's been driving you guys? You really look focused, uh, especially this weekend in Wellington. You know, we've got a really tight knit tight-knit group of players there's that you know real friendship bond there and we, we really put in the put in the hard work at home you know this is just the sort of tip of the iceberg that people see really these events so the hard work gets done back in the training pitch and in the gym and you know just the, the putting the putting the hours in really and so to the final where Ciobella Sanatla became South Africa's top try scorer with 180 tries as they beat Fiji 26 points to five cementing their spot at the top of the series standings Cue the celebrations for Philip Snayman and his team. A hard week for us and coming out of a tough pool, um, playing Fiji there and then also again in the final. Um, it's never easy but yeah, hats off to the guys. I think we only conceded four tries and I think the spirit is back up. And especially, like you said, losing against England in our home tournament and also coming back to, to Wellington. Brought back a lot of memories of last year in the final, losing against New Zealand in the dying seconds. Uh, really chuffed the guys and hats off to them. You said earlier this week that uh, there's no reason why South Africa cannot win the series. It really looks like you're on a good track at the moment. I hope so, but there's still a, a lot of um, hard work that needs to be done. Um, so yeah, we, we need to um, get back to zero as quickly as possible. Going into Sydney is not going to be easy. Um, so yeah, if we can have another um, good, good round in Sydney, I think we'll get ourselves ahead on the table and then people will start, will, will start playing catch-up. So yeah, happy with this win, but we need to start all over again next week in Sydney. And so ended another top weekend of Sevens Rugby. So what did World Rugby commentators think after viewing the weekend's action from the best seat in the house? We asked all-black legend Christian Cullen for his thoughts, but first, Fox Australia commentator Greg Clark. I've really enjoyed uh, the rugby. I wasn't quite sure whether the teams would be able to uh, you know, get up for the first tournament in 2017 after a bit of a break from Cape Town, but... You know, uh, crowds were down, but I thought uh, there were some wonderful rugby sevens played and 
you know, uh, the cream rises to the top and the final was Fiji and South Africa, so who can complain? I obviously sit at home when these boys are uh, following the circuit and uh, so for me, you know, Fiji, you know, South Africa, you know they're always going to be there, but I, I've enjoyed the, the, you know, Canadians, the, um, you know, the Scottish. I said during the uh, commentary of that bronze medal match, Canada versus Scotland, that um, the Canadians are the big improvers, no doubt about that. What about their improvement from 13th in Dubai, 13th in Cape Town, and uh, they finished fourth in, in Wellington. So, you know, if they can keep that up, and that's the key for a lot of these teams who are trying to bridge the gap between Fiji, South Africa, etc. at the top. You know, if you're going to bridge the gap, you're going to have to be consistent. Scottish consistency is starting to come through now after their first ever title in London last week and uh, last year rather. And, you know, they've been uh, a team that's been very competitive in the first three events this time round. So consistency is the key and well done, Canada. Christian, what about your own boys, New Zealand? Well, well, to be fair, I think the two best teams are in the final. Um, I mean, I obviously I think New Zealand are struggling a little bit at the moment. Obviously, a, a few new guys in that squad, and they'll they'll learn a lot from uh, from this weekend. Um, but yeah, I mean, Fiji are a good side. There were some questions about the future of the Wellington Sevens, but Greg Clark and Christian Cullen say the focus was very much on the rugby. I've been prepared to uh, you know give the organisers an opportunity to try and get it back to to where it was in the halcyon days and you know the rugby has to be right first of all so this weekend in Wellington the rugby was right as far as I'm concerned they tried with the entertainment you know the the, the service was fantastic and uh, you know I did a couple of circuits around around the, the stadium and those that turned up were having a pretty good time let me tell you so you know it, it got down to where maybe Hong Kong was uh, you know quite a few years ago after the the handover they had to rebuild and you know we know that Hong Kong is still the jewel in the crown so you know it can be done so you know I'm prepared to uh, you know back the organizers and see what happens in the next year or so but um, you know rugby always has to be good and you know, uh, I'll go away with some fond memories of uh, some pretty good performances. Well, it is the only time New Zealanders will get to see the New Zealand team play on home soil. The rest of the time, they're away. So, so I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm like probably everybody else. You know, the rugby's got to be right, and I think it was. But what else can they do? I mean, you know, as Clarkie said, they've had the entertainment. I mean, the people that turned up, yes, they have had a good time. So it's up to the public to, to get in behind it. I know you're going to ask me about the, the Aussie team finished 10th and uh, I might have to take my boots next week and try and run out for Australia because Andy Friend has um, you know really hit rock bottom. He's got so many players on the injured list. He lost a half a dozen players to Super Rugby from the Olympic team last year. Um, but the big thing is that uh, the Aussie women are going to be performing on their home soil in front of a packed house if they do make it through to the semis in the, in the final. So it's a three-day event for the very first time. Uh, ticket sales are going well Saturday and Sunday it's going to be a scorcher and a scorcher on the pitch too no doubt remember to tune in to the Sydney Sevens and the women kick off the action on Friday morning Australia time you can follow all the action by downloading the HSBC 7 series app or go to worldrugby.org for more